Hi there, and welcome back to Fictional Men, written by women, a podcast created by Dipsy. I'm your host, Faye Keegan. So this whole series is available right now, of course, on the Dipsy app, as well as hundreds of other spicy fictional men for your enjoyment. But this episode is by far the highest performing episode in the series. When we make a story that sort of tops the charts uh, on our app, we always take a really good look at the episode and try to sort of understand what elements of the story make it really pop um, so we can use them in more stories and give our listeners more of what they want. It's really hard to isolate anything in a story as the reason that it's good. Even a really good line needs also a really good delivery by a really good voice in a context that actually makes it hot and not cringy. And so it's hard to look at any of these things as like perfect elements, but we do have some theories internally on why this story is so good. So the first reason is really the setup. Katie is going over to see Jesse, but she refuses a ride. She's too proud and gets caught in like a rainstorm, hailstorm, whatever, and shows up on his doorstep, shivering and cold and miserable. So there's a bit of this damsel in distress energy at the beginning, which allows Jesse to express kind of like a protective, possessive vibe. But alongside this thread of him wanting to take care of her and warm her up and get her inside and get her in front of the fire and under a blanket, there's also this element of him kind of like giving her shit. Um, Like she had to sort of learn a lesson. Like she'd been a bit of a brat. She was too proud to accept a ride from him. And like, you know, look where, look where she is now. And this sort of tension leads to like both A plus banter (laughs) between them, but also this twin urge to both protect her um, and be possessive with her, but also kind of put her in her place that carries over really well into the sex scene. If this is not enough and you need more Jesse right now, there are more episodes with Jesse right now on the Dipsy app, along with hundreds of other spicy fictional men made by Dipsy. And you can use code fictional men to get 30 days free by going to dipsystories.com. That's D-I-P-S-E-A-S-T-O-R-I-E-S dot com slash fictional men for 30 days free. But here is episode six of Lone Wolf made by us at Dipsy. This episode is called Summer Storm. Jesse and I were getting real good at doing nothing. We'd spend nights driving around in his truck listening to old country music and making each other laugh. Other nights, we'd stay up late, talking on the phone. I'd have to keep quiet so no one on the ranch could hear me. We were still keeping the whole thing a secret. In some ways, we knew each other well. There was no one in town I liked more. But he still hadn't been to my place, and I still hadn't been to his, because we were always sneaking around. (laughs) Hey, so I was thinking, you should come over sometime. What, to your house? (laughs) Well, more like a small cabin, but yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love sneaking around with you, but, uh... But you want to treat me like a lady for once? (laughs) For once, huh? Make an honest woman out of me. Oh, I don't think that's what's gonna happen. I'm kidding. I'd love that. Just say when. Tonight? I'll be there. What time should I pick you up? You're not sending a limousine? (laughs) I can get myself there. Just send me the address. You sure? (laughs) 
I'm a big girl, Jesse. Mm, stubborn is what you are. You don't seem to mind. Mm, Touche. Oh, and he speaks French. I'm hanging up now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> a few minutes into the walk, I began to regret my stubbornness. It was only two miles from the ranch, but the wind was picking up and the sky darkened with thunderclouds. My cell had no signal either. Shit. Are you serious? I was soaked in under a minute, shivering in under two. Cold rainwater sloshed in my shoes and I could barely see 10 feet in front of me. The wind drove the rain straight into my face and I had to keep my hand in front of my eyes to keep the water out of them. Why hadn't I checked to see if it would rain? Why did I wear this useless, thin dress? I was stuck in this train of thought when I noticed a little turnoff from the main road. A few yards down a muddy driveway, I saw Jesse's truck, his sweet little cabin, the warm lights inside. I finally made it to his door, utterly miserable and pathetic, and knocked. Hey, stranger. Oh my God, Katie, what happened to you? Hi. Hey, get in here. He swept me inside with one strong arm and closed the door behind me. I was shivering so hard my legs shook, and I leaned against Jesse to keep from falling down. He gently peeled my heavy, sopping clothes off my body before picking me up. I was dimly aware of his cabin as he set me down on his couch, pulling a heavy wool blanket over me. It's raining. You're kidding. Shut up. <laughs> oh, you're really shivering, huh? All right, all right, take it easy. We're gonna get you nice and warm. Are you smiling? You're enjoying this, aren't you? Mm, I can't lie to you. I am, just a little bit. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing. I just like it when Mother Nature backs me up like this. What are you talking about? You are so fucking stubborn. Just admit you should have let me pick you up. You wish. We fell into an easy silence as he wrapped his arms around me, warm and solid and strong. The blanket, the crackling fire. His body pressed against mine. After a couple of minutes, the movement of his hands became less about warming me up and more about just touching. His fingers traced the shape of my neck, curled around my shoulders and crept along my collarbone. It was lazy and soft, almost absent-minded. I could feel myself melting into him, listening to the storm rage outside. I thought I warned you about the weather around here. I thought you knew better than to think I'd listen to you. When you don't listen, you get yourself in trouble. Mm. A sharp, delicious bolt of electricity went through me. If I wasn't warmed up by then, I was now. Jesse's lips found my neck moving down along the ridge of my shoulder as his hands moved over my stomach to my nipples. And if you keep getting into trouble, sooner mm. or later someone's gonna have to set you straight. 
sooner. Hmm? I don't want to wait till later. Oh, you think you can tell me what to do? When to do it? Well, just for that, I'm going to make you wait. Mm. Gonna make you work for it. Mm. Sit up. I threw off the blanket and sat up. Jesse moved from the couch to the floor, putting his hands on my thighs and pushing my legs apart. He kneeled between my knees and cupped my ass in his warm, calloused hands. He pulled me forward to the very edge of the couch, tilting my hips up just slightly. I think you need to learn how to listen. So you're gonna do exactly as I say. Understand? Yes. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Now, touch yourself for me. He stayed right where he was, kneeling between my legs, his hands on my thighs. I reached down, slipping my hand over my pussy, then gently touching my finger to my clit. Good girl. Now with your other hand, I want to watch you.
we locked eyes in a standoff as I kept circling my clit, his fingers starting to sink into me centimeter by centimeter. I'll wait. Wait for what? I'll wait till you say. Until I say what? Be specific. I can come. Ooh, that sounds like a good time. All of a sudden, he wasn't inside me anymore. I whimpered at the empty feeling, but was quickly distracted by the sight of him rolling a condom onto his cock. He was so hard, so ready. Somewhere in the back of my mind, I marveled at his self-control. He spread the blanket on the ground in front of the fireplace, then pulled me off the couch. He swept my feet out from under me and laid me down gently, hovering his body inches above mine as he guided his cock to my pussy. Looking at you rain-soaked and shivering. Almost forgot. Forgot what? How hard you like to take it. of his hips, I could feel the bite of the wool blanket in my back. It was going to sting tomorrow, but for now it felt so good. The perfect amount of pain mixed with the delicious feeling of him inside me. Come on, Jesse. You said you were going to make me work for it. Oh, so fucking cocky. mouth falling on my nipple and sucking gently, in perfect contrast to the way his hips were hitting the insides of my legs. I laced my hands into his hair and made a fist, pulling ever so slightly. Jesse, please. 
please. No, please what? I'm gonna... Uh. I... I won't... Oh, yeah. You're gonna say it. I won't oh. come. Oh. Have you earned it? Yes. Oh. Are you sure? Yes, God, yes. Please let me go. Oh. I need it. I'm gonna count down from three. And then you're gonna come on this dick. Three. Two. cowboy theme. Uh, you're right. It would really tie the room together. <laughs> now though, I've got a bed. No bearskin, but a uh, great place to keep warm on a night like tonight. Show me the way. Uh, 